G'day punters, welcome to the punting monologue yet again. We're coming at you very late November, early December, depending on when you're listening. I'm Sunny Man, I'm with Benny Clifton. How are you travelling, Ben? Yeah, good, Sunny. Um, the spring carnival sort of rolls on a little bit deeper than it probably used to, and uh, there's some good races on this weekend. Caulfield, which used to be the Sandown meeting, so some good horses have stuck around. Fantastic. Well, let's hit the ground running, but before we do that, this may well be our... Uh, well, I wouldn't say a farewell, but it's a see you soon. We might be taking a little bit of a breather over the Christmas period to recharge the batteries. You never know, we might pop up occasionally for the odd feature race. But exciting news, mate. When we're going to come back in the new year, it's going to be with a new fandangled Mint Sports, Mint Bet Studio. We're going to have actual professionals there. We will, unfortunately, be showing people our mugs, but hopefully we sound a little crisper and you keep picking winners. Yeah, yeah, no, it's exciting. We um, hopefully it takes it to the next level, and just I think we need a bit of added professionalism. Well, yeah, some professionalism that'll put us up to uh, level one if it goes up a level. So let's get stuck into it, mate. Because Caulfield this weekend, like you said, there's some good races kicking off just after noon. There's been a bit of rain about, isn't there? Yeah, there's been a bit of rain about, and if you have a look at the forecast, it's sort of rain Thursday, bit of rain Friday, a little bit of rain Saturday, so probably not giving the track much of a chance to dry out. Mm. I mean, Racing Australia is saying a good four, but I find that hard to believe. I'd be expecting it to be a soft track. Rail out five metres. If it was a rail, if it was five metre rail on a on a good, fast track, you'd want to be off with the on-paces, but with the sting out of the track, I think they'll be getting off the rail as the day goes on. So, yeah, I think a soft track... Um, is probably uh, what, what to expect. And, mate, talking about what to expect, we buried the lead a little bit off the top. I know it's exciting with the new studio, but the Oman last week, mate. Thanks for coming. <laughs> the Oman one, I had a couple of winners. It was a fruitful day all around. It was a very good day. Very, very profitable and enjoyable day. It was, it was going to run again this week, but it's scratched. Oh, I know. I saw that. I thought, do I double down? I don't know, but... Yeah, no, mate, even a broken clock's right twice a day, so there you go, the Oman got up. Was that is that the first ever Oman to win? I think it was, yeah, I think I've had a few bridesmaids. <laughs> We're going to go for the double this week, mate. It's the first of a, a streak. And speaking of which, race one sees my Oman, mate. It's the second favourite at the time of recording. Your favourite is Voile. For the thin fabric fans among us at 3.40, then my Oman is Media World, and that is just blatantly because we are going to be setting up our own media world in the new year and bringing people some sort of professional class. Eh, well, that's debatable. That's at 3.50, and Anisa is at 3.60. Absolute race in three by the look of this. Yeah, I mean, this is a two-year-old race. Five of my, uh, yeah, five of them are first starters. It's too many unknowns for me. The only horse who's won a race is the toppy um, Stormberg, but he didn't rate very well in that race. Uh, media world trialled well. Um, against a horse called Spy Spywire, who went on and won its first start. Good camp. It should probably run well. Good. Anisa was a solid debut in an okay race. The race didn't rate unbelievably, but uh, wasn't necessarily in the right part of the track. And Voyle. Is that what, how you said it? Voyle? Yeah. Yeah. 99% thin cotton, I believe. You know, like a veil almost. It was wayward in its trial, this thing. It wasn't really pushed out. It um, looked to have a bit of raw ability. Jamie Carr on board, so it's obviously a chance. But no bet race for me. Um, pretty pretty tricky little race to kick off the day, if you ask me. You did ask me. Yeah, and I did. 
Well answered. <laughs> Answer me this then. Race two over 1,800, mate. We've got Awash, something I'm not too familiar with, at 480. Six bucks for Starian Montada, mm, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, at 650. 750, Riverina Cyclone. Russian Dancer for the Barishnikov fans out there. Eight bucks and 950, Aria Electra. Crikey, this looks a tough one as well. Yeah, it is a it is another slow start to the um, meeting for us this week. I don't like the favourite of Wash. It hasn't been rating that well. I mean, it gets a really good jockey change with Jamie Carr going on board, but just hasn't been sort of doing the figures necessary to sort of handle this rising class. So I'm happy to not back it. I was looking at Starian, but I thought uh, I thought it'd be ready to peak third up. But it gets a negative jockey change. Ari Electric gets a positive jockey change, but it's just out of average races. And yeah, I just thought Montathar was um, tied into a wash, which I didn't really like that form line. So it was a bit of a messy race. But yeah, if you like the favourite, I don't. <laughs> Throwing shade, I like it. Okay, we go to a bit more distance in race three, mate. 2,400 metres. Your favourite is Cadmus for Greek mythology fans at 450. Fire Glow 2 at 5 bucks. 6.50 for Pesto. Hey, Pesto. 8 bucks. Grand Piero also sounds like a pasta, as is ruling. And Kabosh is at 9 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't get involved in these staying races much, and it's good reason they're wide open. They're normally wide open races with horses coming from all different form lines, and this is sort of no different. What's Cadmus' story? What do you say? Greek philo- philosopher. Uh, no, no, he, I believe in Greek mythology is the son of Phoenix, but I might be making that up. They're all tied in together, aren't they? Oh, yeah, it's pretty incestuous stuff. I mean, I was interested in the horse that was scratched, Har- Hurricane, um, on the backup. I think horses on the backup, particularly on this track, which will probably be deteriorating as the day goes on, will be the order of the day. So, yeah, no, it was a bit of a tricky race. We really get moving from the next race onwards where um, I think there's some good bets. So I think we move on. So what's happened to my hurricane? What's what's going on there? I thought it was a bit of a strange move backing up um, straight off that win, but um, maybe they got a race for it next week in mind or it's gone to the paddock, not sure. Oh, mad rooter. Fair enough. Well, you don't have to bet in every race. Just remember you win some and you lose more. And you can't lose when you're not punting. So the first three, you've won. Race four is over 1400 Miraval Rose is a short price favorite at two bucks extremely rowdy is at six the Beastie Boys right to party at eight bucks ten bucks for flying fizz as is Bizot hmm or is it Bizo? uh Bizot I think okay yeah we backed Miraval Rose last start just missed it's completely off the map but I don't know it's come up very skinny in the in the market here so I'm against it I don't necessarily think it's going to be, oh, maybe it will be, maybe 1,400 metres will suit, but um, it's just the price that really turns me off it. Extremely rowdy, one well last start. Cranbourne got a really good turn of foot on the back up here up to 1,400 metres. Is that turn of foot going to be dulled? Uh, it will be interesting, but the horses I want to back, this is a two-horse play, right to party. They're both coming, uh, right to party and Bizot, both coming out of the roll-on high race at Flemington last start, which rated really well. Second horse, Jolly Star, went on and won the 1,000 guineas, so... Um, Form has held up there. Where will they be in the run? So right to party, drawn seven. They're probably both going to be in the second half of the field, but um, I think importantly, they're drawn sort of widish gates and they're going to be getting to that be- uh, the better part of the track out in the middle. So right to party's got blinkers first time. Bizarre will go back, but um, I do think it's got a touch of class. So happy to back those two in, in a really good quality race because you can, I mean, you could make cases for Electrona, Flying Fizz, they're nice horses as well. So strong race this one, but 
um, I'm happy to play at the bigger prices. Absolutely. Happy to go with the patented two-horse play from Benny Clifton. It rarely fails. Let's go to race five now of 1,800 metres, mate. Ain't No Deal Done is at 3.20, just shading Just Folk, the top weight for favouritism. Then it's Keats for the poets out there at 5.50 and Juniper at 8, as is Let's Roll the Dice. What are you rolling the dice on here, mate? Yeah, I'm completely against the favourite Ain't No Deal Done. It's a terrible setup, and I mean, it's already been a really big drifter in early markets. I mean, it was opened up $2.30. It's out to, as you mentioned, three ten, three twenty, uh, even bigger across the market. So off 36 days here, it was a pretty low win last start, I thought, one through on the trot, but I think it might have found its level here. So completely against it. The horse I want to back is Just Folk. We actually backed it last week. I thought it ran pretty well. And what I love here is it's on the backup. It was off a month there on the backup here. Roll forward. I think Keats will probably lead. Just folk either sit outside or just in behind it. And I think just being on the backup uh, on this testing track will be a big advantage. And um, so I'm with Just Folk. Good chances to Juniper. I think it's a wet track. Keats will be up in front on the backup. Um, so it's obviously a chance. But um, I just think Just Folk with this um, significant jockey change and, and good setup from its last run, uh, I want to be with it. Love that horse on the backup, mate. I heard that term about four times, so I'm assuming that's the important thing to remember. A lot of the big syndicates really concentrate on horses who are backing up within seven days of their last run. They just they seem to have a bit of a fitness edge, a bit of hardness of racing, and they perform really well. And it's even in, it's enhanced more when they're on wet tracks. So it uh, looks like we'll be on a wet track here and uh, will be an important factor on the day. Better for the run, as they say in the classics. Race six over 1,400. Valana is a fairly short favourite at 2.20, followed by Unusual Culture at 5.50. The Inferno is 6.50, as is King Magnus, and it's double figures after that. Yeah, I couldn't find a bet here. I mean, Valana's the obvious one. It's just an absolute way tracker, way down in grade, well suited in this weight scale. Jamie Carr on board and maps pretty well, so... Yeah, I can understand if you wanted to back it. It might, it might even fern up, but it's just not one of my horses. Um, oh, the, the, the more I look at it, the more I think you know, maybe it is the one. But I'm just going to stay out of this one because I think there's better bets on the card. So, uh, Valana, obvious top pick, but um, I'll leave it up to you whether you want to back it. The Inferno's taken up a lot of percentage in the market. I'm not really convinced it's a 1400 meter horse, so couldn't be with it. King Magnus is definitely a 1400 meter horse, and probably ready to peak after its first run last start uh, after a break and the other horse in the market's probably carrying a bit of the different form line is unusual culture in that ran well behind rose courts last start probably fresh horse on the scene hasn't really raced through the the spring at all so um it looks like it's in for a good summer campaign um but yeah no bet for me but uh, Valana's is the pretty obvious favorite you don't have to bet in every race benny just remember the bets you don't make are just as important as the bets you do make so just have a think if this is really a bet that you want to place and set yourself a deposit limit from the get-go. It's a better way to enjoy your Arvo. Now, Caulfield Race 7, the Guineas. Arkansas Kid is the top weight and your favourite at 2.30. Mowdown at 4.40 follows that. Then at 6.50, we have Power of the Brave and Vivi Air. And then it blows right out to about 17s and 18s after that. Yeah, this favourite, I think, is a pretty weak favourite. I mean, nothing about... As performances suggest to me that it's um, looking for the mile. I think it might be a get-back run on Sprinter. And, you know, it's obviously the best-performed horse in the race, but taking 2.30, going to a mile, nah. It's sort of raced through the spring. It's had a couple of grand finals, and it's trying to go to the well again. I think it's a really good lay at that price. Mow down's a chance. I think it'll run well. I think the horse I want to back is Vivier. 
the filly. Once again, coming out of the thousand guineas behind Jolly Star, had to go back from the outside gate, went back to last, and was just in the wrong part of the track. There was never going to be a chance. His previous form behind Coeur Volante was really good, won well at Seymour before that. So I think this is a really smart filly and two wins on the soft. So I don't think the track will be any issues. So I want to be with her, Vivier. I think she's a bet in this Sandown Guineas. Vivier in race seven. You heard it here first. Let's go to the next now. And it's a whopper. It's the Zipping Classic over 2,400 metres. A lot of familiar horses here, mate. That's always a telltale sign for me that this is a big race if I know who's in it. At 4.20, your favourite is Muramasa. Then at five bucks, we've got Duke Decessa and Deny Knowledge. They're followed by Vow and Declare at six bucks and Banker's Choice at nine dollars. Is there anything else in the bigger odds that is worth reading out? Nah, I did have a bet in this race, but it scratched. Huerta was going to be my bet. I thought it was a horse yeah, who was okay. finding the right race um, with a good jockey change, but they've decided to scratch. So I'm not sure the reasoning is behind that. But So outside of it, I thought it got a little bit murky. We were on Duke de Sasa last start. Um, that race rated well. Got held up a little bit, but the horse that took its run was Miramasa. One really easy. It's a horse who's shown considerable promise and could win again. Deny knowledge has got a bit of a bit of a different form line. It's I think it's probably the weakness in the market. But yeah, as I said, it got a bit murky after the scratching, so uh, we've let, been left without a bet in this race. The end of a campaign, the end of the spring, a wet track. Do you expect those factors contribute to a lot of horses getting scratched potentially? Yeah, uh, the wet track definitely. I think it's a really. I think one of the most important things with betting is is fine is you know the stage of the campaign the horse is at and whether they're going to peak at that run or whether their peaks part you know earlier in the campaign or you know even the next start. So finding the peak, you know, because they can't just keep peaking every every race and sort of performing to their absolute optimum unless they're sort of group one horses and I think in particular a horse like Huerta was hitting the, was going to hit this race at the right time of his campaign whereas maybe Muramasa was, was peaking at the previous start so yeah it's, it's definitely a big factor in how I select my horses. Good to know and by definition you can't keep peaking you can only peak once. The penultimate now is over the mile race nine revolutionary miss is at 280, then at five bucks, the Lassifal for the Ocean Lovers. At six, we've got Wallombi, and it's double figures after that in a fairly sizable field. Sizable th- field, but I think it's pretty thin on chances. Well, with Revolutionary Miss last start at Cranbourne, it got the at one, but I just thought it got a perfect run there, and they're backing up here, suited at the weights, but I think just off that perfect run last start, it's not going to get that scenario here, so I'm against Revolutionary Miss here. The horse I want to back is Thalassophile. It's a genuine wet tracker. Went to the 2,000 metres last start, ran really well, but drops to the mile here, and they put the blinkers on first time with Damien Lane. I think that's a real critical jockey engagement. Loves the wet. I think it's a really good bit of placement here from Chris Waller. So I'm with Thalassophile. thought Wallombi was probably maybe a bit short in the market. He could be the drifter in the race. And of the rest, kind jester down the bottom is probably a chance, but... It's going up in grade and hasn't really proven itself on a wet track yet. So, uh, yeah, the last I'm quite keen on this horse, actually. So, um, yeah, I think I'll have a decent bet on it. But uh, gamble responsibly, as they say. Well, they don't say that anymore, do they? No, mate. No, no. We don't keep it vague and we don't put the responsibility on the punter. Just remind yourself, chances are you're about to lose. So, again, set that deposit limit. Let's go to the last now, mate. 
and it's over 1,200. Bit of a sprint to end it. Ganati is at 440. Jigsaw putting the pieces together at 550. Prowling looking to do just that towards the front at nines. And Lorda Scion is at 950. It's double figures, the rest. And I reckon this stinks of a Benny Clifton shouldering of the arms. Yeah, we're not going to play here. I mean, I was looking at Jigsaw. We tipped it last week. It, it was scratched. I, I was intrigued by its uh, dropping class, but there's probably some chance it's not going as well as it was last campaign. So, yeah, Gennady, logical favourite, but I think found well found in the market. So, yeah, we're not going to bet here. I think we've had enough bets on the card to make a profit. We certainly have, mate. Let me run through the card if I can. We kick off with race one, and my Oman Media World is going to get it done. You don't like much because there's five first starters and too many unknowns. Yeah, we know Media World's in it. Get on board. Race two, the slow start continues. We shoulder arms. Race three, nothing if not consistent. Benny doesn't get involved in these staying races. So either we. Race four is your PBC 2HP. It's a patented Benny Clifton two-horse play. Right to party and bizot. Miraville Rose just missed last time, but it's just too skinny in the market. There's a good quality race, and there's a bit of value on the two that you like. Race five, you're completely against the favourite. You're back on board, just folk. You liked it last week, and you love the fact that it's on the backup. Race six, Valana swims. He's got a snorkel. Benny Clifton won't talk you out of it, but it's definitely not for him. There's a pretty weak favourite in race seven. Not sure it's looking for the mile. Mow down is a chance, but you like the form line of Vivi Air. That could be his best, I'm not sure. Race 8, you liked Hutter, but it got all itchy this morning and was duly scratched. So we're shouldering arms yet again. Race 9, having a dip in the ocean. It is a wet day out there, so Thalassophile, a horse race that is thin on chances. Revolutionary miss. Won't get the same run as it did last time here. It needs that luck. You're on the wet track at the Lassifile. Race 10. You looked at Jigsaw, but like most Jigsaw puzzles on a Saturday afternoon, you wisely decided against it. Now, what's your best, mate? The Lassifile I went with in the end. I just thought that set up 2,600 metres is something that Chris Wall has done with success in the past and I love that LeBlinkers go on first time and Damien Lane rides so I am with it and I'm and probably my uh, I'm against the toppy there revolutionary miss so that probably strengthens my uh, love for Thalassophile sensational stuff Benny and depending on when we come back mate I think the best way for everyone to keep in touch with us is to follow you on your X handle formerly Twitter how can people get in touch with you um, I don't what is my Twitter handle it's like Ben Cliffo se- <laughs> Ben Cliffo 17 or something like that it's on the Spotify um... alright maybe that's not the best way to do it I can tell you mate it's Ben Cliffo 17 so that's your best bet to follow it and make sure you get all the tips and hits Guys, like and follow on Spotify. Get on the mintsports.com.au website and keep abreast of everything. We'll either see you, I dare say, in a couple of weeks for some races in Ascot. Otherwise, in the new year, live from a fresh new media world. Oh, that sounds like an omen of our Mint Sports studio. Benny, until we speak again, enjoy Saturday and best of luck. Yeah, thanks for that, Sonny. Good luck, punters. Good luck, punters. Good luck, punters.